9 p.m. Did you just refer to coronavirus as the C word? I've never heard that. (laughs) No way, no way. The ball's inside my head. All right, we are we're recording now. We're good, we're, we're good. Are, we're good, baby. All right. Welcome back to another high energy episode of Tangents with me, Spencer Sellens, today's guest, fellow comedian, Mr. Joey Stoltz. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Sure, sure. You picked me up, so yeah. Good. I just kind of dragged you here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I literally pulled, grabbed you out of the house. I'm like, get your ass in the car. Get your ass in the car now. It was, like, dra- it was like dragging somebody onto a plane for rehab, but oh, it was for yes. this podcast. Oh, one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent how I kind of imagined this morning going, and it happened as that. No, I I actually approached you about doing your podcast, which is like a lot more different than uh, you know, you hit me up about it, and then we kind of lost touch, and then. I think I was kind of drunk in my apartment. Like, <laughs> I think I was drunk in my apartment watching a podcast, and I was like, "How come I'm not on a fucking <clears throat> Spencer?" Like, you know. So I get it. Yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, I kind of. I want this podcast to be like the the equivalent of like a late night hookup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that level of like energy. I like the setup in here. I like the way. I feel very. This is a mighty chair. This is like, oh my god. This is a. Uh, that doctor I was talking about that would uh, uh, that uh, prescribed uh, meds to yes. all the the yeah. old clams in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This is the chair that he did all the evil in right here. This is like a, this is like a yeah. This I no I mean I don't know. No one could see this, but this is like, th- this is nice. I like it a lot. This is a shrinks chair. Thank this you. is definitely thank you. This is a shrinks chair. He's got his, the finger on the side of his uh, cheekbone and he's scratching it and yep, yep, yeah 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 yeah. I like this. this. Is good. I like it. I should have a podcast where I just have guests on who psychoanalyze me and tell me what's wrong. Oh man, that yeah. might be a. With, I mean, with the chair it might be a good theme. What do you think? I don't know if you're ready for that psychoanalysis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're ready. <clears throat> I don't know if you're ready for that. Oh my god. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh god. Yeah, man. But thank you. I thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. I. Uh, we uh, we had a bit of a month break. We had a month break, and you know people were 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 emailing me, calling me. They don't even have my number. They just got the it. The podcast somehow. is having a break. Well, just yeah, the past month I just didn't put one out because oh, I was okay. busy and shit. Yeah, you know. But uh, consistent. I, see, I I, I was there. Yeah. No, I was there, man. I I actually did it stupidly. Like in the beginning, I, for some reason, I released two a week for like months. Wow, months. I'm okay. That's barely plural, probably like three mm-hmm. months. But, oh my god, I don't know why I didn't just do just save them for one a week. Because mm-hmm. because I I burn through energy and people really fucking quick. Yeah, well, you're yeah. just starting this, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and this is all on you. Mm-hmm. I you know I I uh, I say you have to be consistent, but you know I've I've you know I do a podcast with two other people and. And yeah. lucky enough to be doing it with somebody who's really fucking good at, uh, you know, editing and video and recording. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout every, out. every every time I go to Luke's house, I feel like I'm in Guitar Center or something, or like a, like or Good Guys. Oh man, that's a that's a. Whew. How how old are you? Guys, 
I'm 32. Okay, so you remember good guys. Yeah, I remember Circuit good guys. City. Circuit City. I used to work at Circuit City. Nice. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's your. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, He's you that old. definitely. He's yeah, that old. I could definitely. No, not. Dude, I'm almost 40. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I. No, you just. You definitely have that. Like a. Uh, <laughs> like. What do we do? Bankrupt like, business look. No, like I just see you saying like like working at a hardware store or something. <laughs> Like, but your hardware store, not like Home Depot, of but course. just like, and it's owned by you and your wife and, and your, you guys are nosy neighbors and yeah, all that stuff. I we're like on the HOA board and we just tell like people that like, you can't have that type of potted plant in your no, backyard. You would, uh, yeah. It's like the, um, that old couple in what about Bob? Ooh. Yeah. The, okay. uh, the people, okay. the one, uh, what's What was his name? The one, Dr. Leo Marvin bought the house, uh, from them. He swooped them, swooped out with his big bag of money. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> She never says that. She never says that. Yeah. That's a never deep, s- man. That's a love Bill Murray. Deep cut. Deep cut. Deep cut. Not sure what we're cutting, but well, it's we're cut deep. perhaps, you know, the movie reel ourselves, who I th- knows. I think I actually this morning this happened, I was uh I felt like a I thought there was like a <laughs> I live with a I have a cat and I have hardwood floor, so there's a lot of cat litter everywhere. Just okay, I don't yeah. know. Like I'll, I'll just be Oh, I get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit on the toilet seat and like, what the fuck? Is that a pebble? Like, so I thought there was feet. a bit. Yeah, it feels like a little. So I thought there was a little pebble. It was like a little mole thing. What? I didn't know what it. Yeah. So I, so I was picking at it this morning and then I looked down and I, I there's like blood on my finger and this fucker like it, it just kept like little tiny thing and it just like kept bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. There's a bandaid on it. And when I looked inside the bandaid, the whole area where it's like padded, the little middle in the mm-hmm. middle of the bandaid where yeah. it's, it's like blood, like just shot red. Oh, like just Jesus. bloodshot red, yeah. Oh my it's crazy. god, crazy! Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. that uh, it's got to be cancer. It's, De- yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I mean, yeah. otherwise, at least I don't like mysteries. Yeah, so I, I just know. need to have. I need to find an answer. I can't yeah. be left. In, I mean, you don't want it to be, but at least it's an answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I I like your your mentality about it. Seems yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. Wanted to just yeah full in. Disgusting. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. 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 Oh damn it, kitty! That's just what. Uh, yeah, that's. Getting older, man. I feel uh I get it. I get it, man. Yeah. Man. You're still a young buck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Early thirties. Early thirties. Yeah. When is it? Is it like thirty five where it's like, okay, this is the end. Mm. Oh no, it's always the end. Mm. If you want it to be Good the point. end. If you want to feel that way, yeah. No, yeah, it's true. So the impression I get from you, Spencer, is that you from what I hear is that you really, really hate yourself. <laughs> Or you really, really hate your life. I don't know what is what, but Parker Parker can, Parker to. said that you and I had a lot in common. That that I, he said that I act like I hate myself, but then he was like, "No, Spencer genuinely hates himself." So, but but you have a uh, but you're. I mean, you seem like you'd be like Tim Allen's best friend on Home Improvement or something. Like you've got that kind of like the chummy neighbor kind. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like you know, I, I like it. I mean, yeah. I, I think I can dig with that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can live with that. There we go. Combining yeah. words. Words are words are hard. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I I would say that you and I are kind of a yin to a yang. Okay. In terms of outwards and in. Okay. Okay. I, I think we, that's why we complement one another. Okay. You Fair know, enough. I think if you want a spoon later to actually make this physical yin yang kind of thing, I, l- I don't mind being the little one. Well, you know what? I that's actually going to be a problem. Okay. I need to be a little spoon. Oh, it's you a, do. Okay. <laughs> it's a thing. Why does the big guy always want to be the little spoon? I, be- I never understand this. Because I never get to be held. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
I'm always the holder. Uh huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a good feeling when somebody's smaller than you, like like tries to like like spoons you. Mm -hmm. It's like like they're making an effort. You know they're. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's how you can appreciate the effort. You you know they're trying. It's like yeah, they can't reach for the cookies. There's no ladder or like chair in sight, so they try to figure out some how to put something together to uh, be able to reach their goal of exactly getting that cookie. Another one. Another one. Yes, another one. Um. We were talking about nicotine we and were. the struggle. Yes. Yeah. This is tangents, baby. Yeah, there we go. Tangents. Name of the show. Go. Love right. it. Uh so I, I quit smoking. Yeah. I think uh how long ago? I was hanging out, you know, actually shout out to Ashley Monique. Um yeah. friend of the show, Ashley Monique. Ashley Monique. Uh yeah, um me and her and uh I think it was Parker, Taylor and uh, Celeste Winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all at Harlow's one night. It was like a, like female punk bands were playing, and um, it was great. I remember I was uh, like we were watching, like me, I was standing next to Taylor Evans, and we were watching it. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> uh, Taylor, like he he, we were just like blown away by how amazing like the the bands were, and just just an awe of just everything about the show. And uh, Taylor kind of like he just leans over to me and he's like, "Hey, uh, so like we're like we're, we do like comedy." So we're like the same as them, right? And then we just both started laughing, like, "Oh my god, dude! Like we are dog shit compared to what these what these ladies are doing on stage right now. This is incredible." But totally the same. But after, but uh, in in between bands, I this one I was still smoking. I went outside and uh, Ashley asked me. She was she said, "When's your birthday?" And I said, "January thirteenth. And uh, and then uh, she was like, "How long have you been smoking for?" And I was like, "Since I was eighteen." And I'm turning 38 on January 13th, so it's been 20 years that I've been smoking. And it just kind of, I don't know what it is, like, I just, it has, maybe it's the magical 20 that made me, mm -hmm. but, like, mm -hmm. something just kind of, it just sunk with me in a way that it has never sunk with me before. And uh, I also was, like, I had, like, no, no, I had a lot of cigarettes still. I had, uh, I had like, half a pack crushed the pack up that morning and i remember i had some leftover lozenges from mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. the last time i tried to quit and i just popped one in that morning and i was like oh this is fine and then i just the rest is the lozenges are great and yeah, i think that's are. what we wanted to get to was uh um i see i've seen ever since i quit smoking and i've been mm -hmm. doing the lozenges i've been seeing a lot of other people also not even people that quit smoking. They just like it so much. So and you were talking ridiculous. about how you, uh, you know, chewed the nicotine gum for two a couple years, of years. man. And you look at the back of the box and it says, it has the instructions. Or I think it's for like two to three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it measures it in weeks. Like it's not yeah. even, it's so little amount of time to measure it in weeks relative to the amount of time that, it, man, I chewed. I mean, I definitely consume more nicotine after uh, or rather quitting quitting cigarettes when i was chewing nicotine gum 100 yeah. percent, yeah and it's just oh my god then i went like i just was happened to be getting a physical at the time and um part of that was like just like a heart yeah thing and they like, like oh god you have this weird heart thing turns out it was nothing they just blah 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 but you know who knows if it was part of the nicotine i do know that it can maybe affect your like heart Rhythm, like you can raise your heart rate. Yeah. And I've like, noticed uh, sometimes when I pop one, like I, uh, last time I was at Punchline, I had this like this dog shit set, just fucking oh. I, like 
I didn't eat it, but it was just, you know what it was? It was just awkward. It was mm-hmm. really like I drank way too much before I got up there. And then I popped the lozenge in right before I got up. And that was like, cause they already, yeah, I know. Like, so for some reason, like you, I, I don't know what it is, but like sometimes the lozenges will give me a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they will just relax me so much that I fall asleep. So that I was in like super duper relaxed mode talking about how creepy I look and, and really, really owning that character and not realizing how shit I was doing when I was up there. But I remember it was so bad. I like when I remember I called Luke the next day and I was like, I'm so like, that was just, man, I'm so sorry. Like it was, yeah, it was not a good was Luke hosting. Yeah. And, uh, it was just, man, it was, I'm not, I'm not funny, but I'm just, I just happen to be blaming the alcohol and the nicotine on, on that set, but, or rather that set wasn't funny. That set was not funny period, but also what did not help was the amount that I drank and, and also popping the nicotine thing. Like that was, that just made it worse. Yeah. Uh, I think if I was sober, it probably would have gone the same way, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it just was not, it wasn't my, uh, that was not my night. Um, that was a hard thing to, to wean myself off of. Like when I started, when I started doing comedy, man, it was all, uh, one to two drinks before every single open mic. Yeah. Like my first year. Yeah. Like it was, I had, I drank so much yeah. when I was just going to like an empty room with yeah. like comedians. I didn't. So the problem with, uh, I'm actually kind of, I'm on a back and forth at that right now because like when I'm so I feel like when I'm so like when I'm at work and I'm sober, I feel like the funniest dude there, you know, like I uh, I and, and I just feel I and even if I'm not like that's just how I feel. And, mm-hmm. and it's a good feeling. Yeah. And I feel confident. I know that people at my that I work with know that I'm funny. Some people at my work have seen me do stand up and, and have seen me do really well. So I have that confidence there. But for some reason, like when I get into the environment of like open mics and like shows, like mm-hmm. when I get around comics, that's when I start like, I like start thinking uh, too much. Like I'm in my head. Yeah, it's like if I'm bombing in a conversation with comics before a show, how the fuck am I gonna do when I get up there? You know. So yeah. some sometimes I wish I could just like hit up the host and be like, like, hey, uh, like let me know a minute before I get up so I can just run in there, jump on stage, and then. And then if I do good, I can hang out with the comics. But if I do bad, then I can just like run away from it or something. But oh yeah, like yeah, I think I think a lot of I think a big problem with I mean I I don't know about other people, but me, uh, I equate how funny I am with like how much people like me and like want to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, mm-hmm. like if I'm not getting invited to shit, I take it personally to where I'm like, you know, know why didn't like. I? Yeah, you know, um. I know what that's like. Yeah. So that that's like, that's a, you know, like a, it's not, I don't know. Like, a, yeah, I just, I, I hate, I hate the back of the room. I really do. I don't want, that's why Jerry's so happy on Seinfeld. It's because he's not friends with any comedians. I, I think, because I mean, we are, I really think we're all after the same thing. Like we're crackheads for stage time, man. Oh like, yeah. I mean, I've, I booked people that told me they were going to bring like 20 people and, you know, they brought nobody, but they wanted the stage time. And, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll do anything for that. Other I, hit. Yeah, I totally like I the show I did last night. I uh, I asked around and I I, I had comics be like, I mean, it, it's cool. Like, it's not I mean, there was there, there have been some light turnouts, but I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I like I, I just want to go up and do stand up. And and uh, and it was it was a great show last night. But 
yeah, it's uh, I want. I remember in my first year, I uh, somebody posted about a show in Riverside, California, mm-hmm. and I heard a podcast where it was like uh, this comic was like, take any stage time you get, like fucking, you know, uh, like get on a, you know, get on a plane, like drive here, like you know, grind, bitch, grind, you know, like <clears throat> you got to do. And I saw someone put up a, you know, they were like. Like, yeah, I've got some spots in Riverside, blah, 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 blah. And, and I was like, Riverside, that sounds close. And so I, uh, <laughs> so I hit, I hit the guy oh, up God. and he was like, yeah, I got it. I'll get you like a seven to 10 minutes. Can you do that? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I looked the address up, dude. It was like all the way in Southern California <laughs> and it was LA. like on a Wednesday. <laughs> and I was honestly planning, I was planning on renting a car oh, no. and doing the whole, yeah, like that whole oh. thing. And I, I hit the guy up and I said, and th- I was like, I thought when I said when I was gonna tell him I couldn't do it that he was gonna like tell every other comedian that like you know don't book this guy he flakes Flake. yeah he flakes on not wanting to drive uh, you know across <laughs> the state to for stage time dude he did not the audacity of someone who does not drive eight hours for a yeah, seven to ten minute set yeah I feel audacity. like yeah I know I feel like uh, if I was that guy would have been like okay you're in Sacramento are you gonna be in town or you want to drive yeah. that far like but he was like. He just, okay, yeah, without even seeing me or no, I'm just like, yeah, I know. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Oh, man, you know? that would have sucked, dude. Yeah. No, he didn't want to clip, like nothing. Like he was just like, yeah, like, like, come on down. You know, then it's a, it's going to be a great, a great room, a great lineup. Yeah. He's just accepting anyone who's just like sending him a message, not saying, you know, it wasn't you, but you know. I don't think I've ever, I think I've been fortunate enough to like ask, like ask people like ask around and mm-hmm. be like, you know, mm-hmm. what is this show good? Is that like, I've never been in that situation where I like drove all the way somewhere and there was like, you know, two people in the audience and then I had to drive like eight hours back or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I don't have that story. Yeah. Oh God. No, I don't have anything like that yet. Yet. I use that term. Definitely. That's the objective term. But how many, have you ever had one of those before at all or anything similar? No, no, no not no. yet. Yeah. No. Hmm. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll happen, but I'm sure it will. I've had bad ones. I've had yeah. really bad ones. Oh man. Well, I mean, I guess I gotta ask now. Like, where's your like? What do you think? Like, do you have like your worst bomb in your head, or do you have like just like a set particular didn't like, or what do you think? Um, I you know I think the I think the nights that I've had really bad sets or it wasn't fun, uh, it had nothing to do with stand up. I think it was all. It was all me, mm. you know. It wasn't. It wasn't the crowd. It wasn't that the jokes, my jokes, aren't funny mm-hmm. or anything like that. It was just. It's. I feel like for me, stand up is more of an internal struggle because there's that stupid, this misconception of like you have to be an angry person to be a stand up or you have to hate everything. I thought that I was under that uh, that notion too, but I mean, like after a while, you kind of have to be a happy person like you can't yeah, like yeah you can't go up there with like a shitty attitude like because then unless unless that's like your your brand i almost said shtick that's uh, <laughs> not sure yeah yeah it's got to be like your act like being just like an angry asshole guy I yeah can't... like it like like lewis black can do that or something oh, you know man. like that yelling was... and be well, angry my, and my you know. most favorite comics growing up yeah. was like was he lewis black was one of them dude i fucking loved him growing up yeah but like uh but like, um, yeah, I, I, I have to, I can't be, if I'm in a bad mood, it's like cooking when you're angry, mm, you know, it's like, it there. comes out in the food kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like if you're up there and you're not having fun, people can see that and they don't, mm-hmm. no one wants to laugh at you. And l- 
like my, I would invite friends and they knew my personality. Like, cause I used to, that was like my invisibility cloak. It was like rejecting you before you rejected me. Like, uh, you know, in my twenties, dude, I was a super cunty contrarian, man. Like that yeah. was my, like if, if everybody, if everybody liked something, I, mm-hmm. Even if even if I liked it, I didn't want other people to know that I also liked it kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I, I didn't I'm trying to think like a, like that band that group LMFAO, the no, party rock the song. Party rock guy. I was the only one everybody was like, you know, this is like yeah, like party <laughs> people in the and I'm literally just I'm sitting in the corner trying not like I'm ta- I'm tapping my foot so aggressively. And I don't want anybody to know that I like this song because I don't want somebody to like grab me and like start dancing with me just because I, oh, man, it was cool to be, that was like my, yeah. Cause I think in high school, I was very like in high school, I was, I tried to be really, really outgoing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that, you know, Hey, what's up? Like I wanted to be that, you know, what's going on, man? Yeah. Like, and then, and then somebody and then there were like dudes that like kind of I felt like knocked the 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 wind out of my sails. How so? Like I would be I'd be like in the cafeteria like you know being goofy and out mm-hmm. animated and making people laugh and like mm-hmm. acting like Jim Carrey or you know yeah. doing a, an impression or something. Very animated. Exuberant. Yeah, and then and then I remember these two dudes walked up. These two football guys walked up and uh, and they were standing behind me. And when I started laughing, I turned around and then they, they, I looked at them and then they just, they started going <laughs> like that too. Just and then walked like- away. And I was like, oh man, like they, I'm really not cool at all. Like, oh man. And then, and that like kind of stuck with me a little bit. And then I was like, maybe if I'm just quiet and I only talk or I only say something funny when I know it's going to like kill, mm-hmm. like maybe I'll do that or mm-hmm. whatever. So I kind of, then I'd started like, getting quieter and started like really resenting a lot of like girls that didn't want, like didn't give me any like time of day in high school. You know, I started being that dude, like, you know, like okay. chicks are dumb, you know, like chicks that are fucking dumb. Why, dude. why do girls suck? You know? <laughs> and then after high school, cause I, I was a virgin after high school. Like I didn't, I was, you know, and same. I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until I was uh 19. Yeah. Same here. And uh but I remember after high school, I was like, I remember I started turning into like a different that now I was like I was like, wait, the quieter that I am and the more like mysterious, like the less I say and the you know, like I would dude, I'd work at jobs and like not talk to people for like a year that I worked with. Like I was a busboy too, so I could like just do my job and mm-hmm. not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was in like some people some people that thought it was like that I was cool because I acted that way. Those are the people that like are those are the, like those are the people I became friends with. But then I like realized like I'm only friends with these people because they see something in me that they see in themselves mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they think that like, I don't know, it was just like a big it was a clusterfuck of like me trying to be somebody that I wasn't just because I like was scared and insecure and you know, I, I covered it up by being like, yeah, that sucks. Like, mm-hmm. like somebody, I remember my ex-girlfriend, my girl at the time, my girlfriend, she was like, I want to move to New York. And I was like, why? So you can move back to Sacramento. Like, you're not going to make it out. <laughs> like, like just shitting on everyone's dream. Cause I didn't have my own, you know, like, 
like people talking about going to college mm-hmm. and just like, you know, like, why are you even that's fucking because uh, that was a big thing. Like back mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, it was like that was when people started, going you know, saying like college is dumb. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to college. And yeah, and I, the only reason I said college is dumb is because I wasn't going to college. You mm-hmm. know, I was mm-hmm. like, no, I I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But now later on in life, I'm like, I had the I just I did it all wrong. I did it all wrong. But stand up is what made me realize that that person that I was trying to be is just all I was was just a scared, you know, insecure guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, and I was still that cunty contrarian when I started doing stand up because I was way too cool, like way, like just. I thought that I was gonna be this amazing stand up too when I first started. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I remember, I remember seeing like somebody like Ellis. Like before I even got on stage, like seeing somebody like because because before you do stand up, you still have that confidence. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're the funny every. Guy. Yeah, exactly. The like and your you your group of friends, your group of friends that told you to stand up that have no fucking idea what it's like, which I think is interesting, too. You oh, know, God, none of yeah. them were like, dude, you should be a doctor. You know, <laughs> when they saw you put a bandaid on, you know, like. Like, why? Manner. Yeah, I know. It's like, are, it's like, are you a doctor? Like, <laughs> well, then how would you know if, that I should be one? Like, are you a comic? Well, what do you. I can see it in you, kid. Yeah, I know. It's like, so when I started doing stand up, because all I had was people around me being like, yeah, you're funny, you know, that Which, have no idea about stand up. And then when I started doing it, I was like, I really thought, I remember writing my set, taking a shit before I went to the comedy spot open mic. Nice. Like, I wrote the set like an hour before I had to be there. Like, that's how good I thought that I was. Like, kind of a thing i remember even being like i don't even need to write like i'll just go Ooh, up there. wow yeah. i don't need confident. to i don't need to write my confident. raps i just go straight to the booth you damn know? look at you and then i went up and the first thing i ever said when i got on stage was uh and i thought this was gonna murder oh god i just go uh so i've been crying a lot lately <laughs> right and and then i i look around and it's like just nothing <laughs> like i thought but if i would have called my best friend and he would have been like, so what's up, man? How you doing? If I would have said to him, like, I've just been crying a lot lately, man. <laughs> like he would have he would have started laughing because yeah. that's my best friend and he knows mm-hmm. me. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was something I had to learn, too, is like, like, you can't just, you know, you can't go strangers. Yeah. Somebody asked me on a Friday night. They were like, uh, they were like talking about doing doing stand up. And he was asking me, like, what it's like. And 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 I was like. Oh, you know what it's like? Okay. And I grabbed like two people that were walking by and I was like, can I use you guys real quick? And I was like, okay, tell them something funny right now. Like these two people have no idea who this guy is. And he was like, duh, duh, duh. I was like, that's what stand up is. Like literally you're like, you're being, you know, come up with something funny in front of a group of people that have right never now. met you before and have no idea. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah really, really hard, Man. really hard. Was the host at least generous? Or like, you know, like, hey, it's his first time. Be cool. Oh, no, this wasn't the show. It was just like before the show. Like, oh, okay. when I was like at the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you said oh, you said that you didn't say that to the audience that, that you were crying a lot. No, I did. That's another oh. part. Oh, of the story okay. That, my yeah. bad. Sorry. Yeah. I was Maybe like, I'm. Yeah. Th- these are all uh, <laughs> tangents, baby. Separate. Yeah. Tangents. It's the name of the game. Yeah. All right. We do. That's how we do this. I'm also a bad interviewer. We're learning here, people. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Um. But yeah, so yeah. How one so it I take it it wasn't a great set, your first one. No, it was terrible. Like I think the funniest like see that uh and even before even before I got up, so the way I got into it was my ex my ex girlfriend mm-hmm. um at the time my girlfriend uh she said 
Because I told her that I wanted to do stand-up, okay. right? And and uh, she knew somebody that she went to high school with that uh, worked at the comedy spot. This guy named uh, Lincoln Bartlett. Okay. And uh, he, um, so she hit him up and said, mm-hmm. my boyfriend wants to do this, this, this. So I met up with that guy, and then I ended up getting an internship at the comedy spot doing the sound for oh. uh, the improv night. Okay. Um. And that was when I actually did. Uh, I wanted to like. I was in between. Like, do I want to do improv or stand up? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because <laughs> I was like, I mean, I'm going to be amazing at either either one. <laughs> like, if I do both, I don't want to like break this. You know, wanna, like you know, a double threat, like a triple threat athlete. The in first, high school. the my first day of improv 101 class, I wrote in my notebook, mm-hmm. "Here we go." Oh my god! <laughs> I still have that notebook too. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. I, I wrote the it. date. Here we go. It was like September 1st, 2016. Like, here we go. And I was dog shit at improv. Like, I remember, like, because improv is really easy when you're in the audience because you're like, oh, if I was up there, kind of a thing. Yeah. But, like, but yeah, I remember uh, I did, I think I did a couple. It was like the graduation show. That was the only time I ever did improv on stage. But, like it wasn't good. Like it was just mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And you know what it was? It was because when I first started doing, I had so much confidence and it was so, but it was like, like, I think people saw me perform and they were like, why is this guy so confident? <laughs> like this dude is aw- like really bad, man. Like I, I didn't have my set wasn't written. At, and then when I started doing stand up, and mm-hmm. I started like, like my set wasn't written out. Like I like. Every set I did was different from the last. Like, it was just all over the place. Okay. Disorganized. I, yeah, or? just so. And they were all, like, they were tangents. Tangents, baby. Yeah, they were all tangents and uh, none of, like, no punchlines, like, nothing. I had a just thing. Just set up or just what? Okay, so this was, all right. Before I did stand-up, okay. I, I worked at this restaurant, right? And uh, I worked at this restaurant where... Um, I was a busboy, and this is when I was still like, you know, like I hate everybody I work with. You know okay. why? I okay. don't know. I just do. They fucking suck. Like okay. that was my attitude. Okay. So all the female servers that worked there, they always brought in cupcakes, right? Yeah. And I and it was like, I, I got no, I had nothing against cupcakes until until that day. <laughs> until you know, yeah, and and. Uh, and for some reason, it just started really get like irritating me because they would bring cupcakes in, but they would like put them in my workstation. Okay. And then they would like huddle around my workstation and just like, oh my god, oh, oh my god, how did you do this? Like you know, just shoving their you know shoving cupcakes into their you know like gullets, like yeah, and like a pelican, yeah, yeah and it was just like. And I remember like coming back, there were like a tray full of glasses and like, you know, trying to, you know, behind you, behind, you know, and then just like, you know, jerking each other off about the cupcakes that, you know, they made the night before. And they did this a lot. And I remember one day, the day I was like, that's it. Somebody brought in cupcakes and they had candles in them, but it was nobody's birthday. And I just thought that was so weird. So I threw them away. Oh, my God. And then it turned out it was somebody's birthday. And like they were trying to find who threw them away. Oh, no. And I totally I told I was like, I did. I did. I'm sick of you guys bringing these cupcakes. in. And they were like, it's Megan's birthday, though. And like and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and I thought, dude, I like. And a couple guys that I worked with were dying laughing. And that was like, that was my crowd. Like those, the two guys that thought I was hilarious. Like that's who I was doing those like stupid. I mean, 
you know, I should, I should message that girl and apologize. Like that was so like, ugh. just stuff like that. Like that was how I got my laughs, you know, mm. like being a dick. Yeah. That's how I got my laughs. And then I realized doing stand up, you can't be a dick yeah. unless you're funny, mm-hmm. but I wasn't funny. I was just a dick. Okay. Like that's all I was. Okay. There was no, like if you knew me and you thought that my antics were humorous, then, then you would think what I was doing was funny, but mm-hmm. I wasn't funny back then. I was just a dick. Like the only if you if I if you thought me being a dick was funny, then yeah, I guess technically I am funny to you. But mm-hmm. yeah, with stand up, I just realized like you no, you have to be a you have to take care of yourself. Like you have to, you know, to me like the best comics are the ones that like go to the gym. They have okay. like solid relationships with their spouses. Mm-hmm. You know, they or they don't. You know, so, yeah. or they talk about that. You know, yeah. But like, um, I mean, I don't like look at look at somebody like Robert Amoto. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. dude fucking you know goes to the gym like mm-hmm. he's you know loves his wife he's mm-hmm. got two great kids yeah man uh you know he won't let me meet them but uh <laughs> you know uh and he i mean <laughs> like i make fun of him when he said this but like he, you know he's got a comedy office you know like he rehearses and he you know and you can tell and he puts everything into stand-up and it's like yeah, he's a frustrated guy and he's, you know, extremely paranoid and you can't pay a compliment to that guy for, you know, if your life depended on it. But like he really like he takes care of himself. You know, you yeah. can't. I notice in my life when I'm a piece of shit waking up at two, mm-hmm. drinking in the mornings, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, doing shit like that. Like mm-hmm. that's when I have. But when I'm but when I'm feeling good and I'm taking care of myself and I'm like, you know, folding my life. La- the best stand-up sets I have is like after I have cleaned my apartment and like my laundry's folded and that kind of shit, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those are the things that stress me out the most. Like those, honestly, laundry makes me want to kill myself. Like the idea of folding laundry sucks, dude. I have let piles of laundry sit on my bed for months. On like I, I've done the like back and you know on mm-hmm. the couch, mm-hmm. on the bed, on the couch. Yeah. To the point where I just sleep on my couch on my couch sometimes, just so I don't have to fold my laundry. I'd oh. rather be uncomfortable than be comfortable and feel good that my laundry's folded and put away. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. That's I. I've been there, I've been to this. Uh, what I did was, if I didn't want to do laundry, it was on my bed. There would just be like a portion of my bed. This yeah. is when obviously I lived or single, lived alone. Like just half the bed would just be clean clothes, yeah, and just a pile of it, and then eventually like. Eventually, like I would use it for like pillows at night. So I'm like, okay, now, we're, what's I, yeah, la- like la- okay, last night my laundry's folded right now, and like my okay. bed was made, but drank a little too much last night, so I kind of just passed out in my bed, but yep. not in my bed, but in my couch. But okay. I use the uh, the big couch cushion as a pillow, mm-hmm. and then I use the other one as like the you know I put that under my feet and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel gross when I do it, but it you know it happens sometimes. You know, wait, you gotta be comfy, baby. Yeah, that's one I've noticed with my drinking. I've started to like. Like I'll wake up and be like, wait, did I eat last night? Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, I'll, and then I'll take one foot and I'll, oh, like step right on a bag full of McDonald's. Oh, yeah. yep, been there. Yeah, and I'm there, like, okay, dude. all right, at least I ate. I right, ate that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I soaked it up. No, I'm like, I'm like, God, I'm such a piece of shit stepping on a bag of McDonald's, and I'm like, well, I mean, at least I ate last night. You know, silver lining. Now man. I really have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, silver lining. Look at look how you've you've matured now. Mm-hmm. You've become. I mean. What what do you think? What do you think it was stand up that kind of made you adjust your personality, or at least have like a different outlook on life? However you want to phrase it, or what was what was all like? the above? Honestly, like, um, was there any other event that kind of maybe made you 
if not realize, make a switch or a change? Yeah. Yeah. Like bombing, like not like, uh, it's a humbling experience. Bombing. It's very humbling. Yeah. Like, um, I don't really know how to answer that, man. I don't, I don't, I think I'm still in the middle of trying to figure that out. You're in transition. Yeah. I can't like (laughs) today's a good day. Last night was a good night, but I mean, I don't know. Like I, I, I've been saying, I've been, I've been wanting to do better. You know, I've been wanting to, um, like I have been, I've been, uh, microdosing, uh, mushroom pills. I've been doing nice. that. And I've been, uh, That's dope. Yeah. And I've kind of, I've never messed. I'm a huge pothead, but I've never messed with like LSD or mushrooms before. Yeah. And, uh, cause mushrooms scared, they scared the shit out of me. And why? Cause of all the, you know, like horror stories. If you, yeah, I know exactly. Like, um, uh, it's the same thing with like, I think the reason why I hate edibles is because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the story behind the the, the, the edible you took because they mm. all like um, involve you just losing control. You're so high. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's this like like uh, it's like like uh, like okay. So it's like, dude, what'd you do last night? Like, duh. Oh man. Okay, right. Like, and I see this a lot with like stand up. Just like I don't know what it is. I I don't like edible stories because they all. It's like they all start the same. It's like, like my buddy gave me this. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, and then I ate it, and he was like, no, you ate the whole thing, and I was like, oh shit, and then before I knew it, I swim with dolphins, and I'm like, oh shit, where are you hiding? I just I hate edible stories. I hate edible stories because it's yeah they, they have a similar theme and structure yeah yeah hesitant like, did it someone anyway. gave it to you you didn't pay attention you ate the whole thing and now here we are Uh-oh. yeah it's like I don't know I just hear the uh, like when I hear an edible story I hear the that uh, the what's that song oh the, the but uh, Benny Hill thing. Benny Hill there we yeah go. like that's what I I'm just like oh, God. Yeah, like, they're just they're just telling you it's a shaggy dog story. Yeah, edible stories remind me of like like bad ongoing Family Guy jokes. Oh God, you yes, know where it's the like, worst ones. Yeah, because to me, a Family Guy joke with an edible story would be like the edible like like they stretch it out for like ten straight minutes where the guy just keeps <laughs> telling the story and it's just like fuck, man. Like that's he's just clutching his knee like over and over and over and over again. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, man, it just uh. Yeah, but um, I, I've I've found that what I've been saying to myself lately, and I haven't really ever felt this way before. But it's like I really want I want to I want to I, I want to do better tomorrow. I want like today wasn't a good day, and I, I want to do better tomorrow. Not not today sucked, and tomorrow's probably gonna suck too. You know, like I want I'd like to be the glasses half full more instead of the glasses half empty. It's really easy to be a glasses half empty guy. Anybody can be. Oh, it's not, uh, like, you know, and I get that way too all the time. Like I'm constantly having to reassure myself all the time throughout the day that like, like when I get anxiety at work, you know, I have a big, I have a big problem with like locking my apartment up, you know, like I look like I'm trying to break into my apartment when I'm locking it. Cause I'm like, I lock it, it. I jingle the keys, I, you know, shake the door just to make sure, I pull on it, I I fucking slide my fingers across the wall, 
<coughs> I tap on the fire extinguisher the mm-hmm. amount of times that I jiggled the the keys. Yeah. Like um, today, I did something different where I had the music playing in my apartment, locked up my apartment, and then I turned the TV off from the outside of my apartment. So that way I could, you know, all right, I remember I locked it because I turned the TV off when I was outside of my apartment, you know. Mm-hmm. But like something that I, I don't know if like mushrooms has to do with this, but like I used to always think of anxiety as like a bad thing. But then I realized something like anxiety is just it's trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like your anxiety. That's you trying to calm yourself down. But you're like like anxiety to me is like like you're rafting and the waves are nuts. Okay. You know what I mean? The raft's not giving up. It's not deflating itself right away. It's mm-hmm. fighting through the current. Mm. And that's what I feel like. Man, this is I'm deep as fuck right now. Dude, uh, super deep. Deep damn. tangents. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> drop a bump. Uh, <laughs> but you have to fight the. Oh, it sounds like a, a really horrible Steve Harvey quote that I heard. Like, if you're going to fall down the rocks, you're going to get scratched. <laughs> you're going you gonna to get scratched and hurt. Fall but you're gonna have rocks. to. But you're gonna have to get up. I don't know if that's a good Steve Harvey or not, but well, I mean, you're gonna have to swim. <laughs> you're gonna have to swim. Yeah. Those, <laughs> that, the current gonna be strong, but you're gonna have to swim. See, I just uh, keep... is that super racist or just a shitty impression? Well, look, I mean, I think it's, we can th- cut that. They're out not mutually. Know. Yeah, we can probably. If you want to cut, it, I can yeah. cut it. They're not mutually exclusive, though. You know, yeah. they can be a little bit of both. But yeah, no, it's like I feel like your anxiety is. When I'm at work and I go, wait, wait, did I lie? Well, okay, did I, did I, did I put the toilet seat down? What am I cast surrounding? Did I close the top drawer in my dresser? Oh my god, what if he's in the top drawer and and his and his fat ass pushes the whole thing towards and he and he gets crushed in there like, <sighs> you know, like all oh, I, I I've I've run home in the middle of work just mm-hmm. to go home mm-hmm. and find that everything's okay. Yeah, and that was my that was my brain trying to calm me down, but I was you know getting really really worked up about it, but. I think that I think when you make anxiety your friend, mm-hmm. you know, like don't don't run away from it, embrace it, you know, like like get to you can't be scared of your enemy if you if you uh you know, if you go right up to it all the time, mm-hmm. you know, if you go fi- like get face to face with it, you know, like don't don't run away from it. Like I don't know, like if I if I'm at a bar and I accidentally bump into a dude and he likes got a problem with it, to me, I'm like, instead of instead of wanting to fight that guy, I almost want to be like, dude, come on. Like what? Like I, that's happened to me before. I stepped on this dude's shoe and he was like, you know, and he pushed me and and he was and I was like, I was like, dude, it's a crowded place, man. I like my bad. I, really? I'm sorry. Your shoes are white. And I stepped on him like that. That's a that's a violation. I get that. But you got to know, man, it was an accident, dude. I promise you that. I promise you. I don't know you at all. And I like your shoes and I feel terrible. And I even offered to Venmo the guy, like if he wanted to buy him, then he told me how much they were. And I was like, I really stepped on the wrong shoe. And then he laughed. And then we like got, and then, you know, and I was like, I was like, dude, like you can hit me in the arm and I'll, I'll let, like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell security, like, you know, dude, it's fine. Like, like, it, it, you know, like, like I, I was, I was all ready to be like, look, if those shoes were on your feet and I did to you and, and I did to you what I just did to this dude, you would be just as upset as him. And it was kind of a beautiful moment. It was like, you know, we all, I think that guy recognized in that situation, how silly he might've been acting. And, and it was kind of cool. The next night it happened, the same thing happened and I got my ass beat. So it really? doesn't always work. Uh-oh. No, no, okay. no, it didn't, that didn't happen, but no. Damn it. Yeah, just went along with the bit, Spencer. Come on now. But yeah, I just yeah, I I I want to. Today's good, but even if today's good, I just I want to I want to do better tomorrow. I want to you know I if I'm I made a bunch of mistakes this week, 
and I just want to get better from that. You know, I, I want to, I want to not, I don't want to look, uh, I don't want to have a bad day and just be like, tomorrow's going to be the same. You know, I want to, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to have a bad day. And at the end of the day, just be like, you know what, let's, let's shoot for better tomorrow. You know, let's, you know, like just cause I didn't get up, you know, so what if I didn't get up before noon? You know, that's okay. That doesn't mean the day's gone. I can get a bunch of shit done still. It doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. I could read 10 pages. I could go for a walk, you know, mind you, I don't follow any of the advice that I'm telling that I'm giving your audience right now. I don't follow any of this, but that's why when I like, when I need help with something, mm-hmm. I call people that don't follow their own advice. Cause naturally they're really good at giving it. Just oh, not at yes. taking it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I give yeah, great advice. I always call Parker when I'm having a problem <laughs> with the woman. Cause I know Dude, Parker gives really good advice. He just does not take his own. And, of course. And I am the same exact. Like, he'll he'll be asking advice from me about shit, and I know exactly what to say to him. And now I'm like, when I get on the phone with him, I'm like, all right, well, <clears throat> I'm never going to do what I just told him he should do. So uh, here we go. Like, you know, I, you know, it's like we all do it. Yeah, we, I do all the time. You, know, yeah. you got to, you know make small choices and i used to tell people love like, parker newman shout out to parker oh, newman. Dude, great guy yeah. great comic he was just Good on dude. the he was just on the podcast like just like two days ago love that guy he's fucking love awesome he's like one of my favorite i mean i it's a is, huge it's a really it's a really good feeling when parker like gives you uh gives you the head nod to a joke yes it's a good feeling like, i think parker's a great joke writer Oh, dude, he's, he's a great joke writer. I, I w- and I wish he knew that about himself too. He wish he believed it. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, he, that guy he told that so many when times. When that when that guy when that guy learns how to fight his own demons, man, he's gonna be fucking unstoppable. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he is definitely. I mean, writes for the hard times, man. Like mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. dude. Like love that guy. He's I think he's one great. of the like. All, I mean, he is. I have gone up against Parker and roast battles, man. And that dude has just, there's a clip on, uh, Josh means and, uh, mm-hmm. Al Schumann's mm-hmm. verbal insults. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a clip of Parker just annihilating me. Like, Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I know. It's, I remember I had a giant when I, my mustache was giant mm-hmm. and, uh, and he said that I looked like, uh, if Ned Flanders owned a skate shop and I was like, oh, I've seen you? that yeah, clip. Yeah, I've uh, seen that. Clip. Yeah. I know everybody has. I had no, Man, I fucking oh my god, I ate dicks that night. Like I, I all of I had I think I had one and the only good joke I had was just a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. It was something like 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 I've been thinking about Parker Newman all week and and now I have an eating disorder. You know, like that was yeah. the only and it, that that's not even funny, but just everything else I was saying that day was so in that match was so bad. Mm. God, I had one. It was like such a it was like a what was it Parker's friend was on the show. Bill Burr presents the ringers, but uh, Parker Newman was on the show. Uh, Betty Crock or uh, or hostess presents the ring dings. Like it was, oh, it was bad. bad. It was bad joke. Okay, oh yeah. man, I remember. Yeah, I, uh, I I even sent that shit to people, and they're like, I don't know, man. Maybe like maybe come up with another one. And I was like, no, this is gold. And I, I, gold. I was like, I'm closing with this one. I even he gave me a ride to Blacktop. Oh no! And I remember saying like, hey man, the, this last one I got though is like it's going to be unforgiving. It's a hitter. Yeah, and, and his rebuttal to it was, uh, oh man, I, I love ding dongs. <laughs> like, or, <laughs> I love ring dings. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, he God. went, he won, you fucking piece he of shit, he fucking won that little God. bastard. Yeah, he did. Um, Parker. Yeah, man. Yeah, love Parker. Great. Great, great guy. Shout out to hey, if you're listening, you should uh, message at Parker the Newman on Instagram and tell him, tell him that you love him. Tell him right? you love him. Tell, tell him, him you love him. him. You might go, go if you see Parker do a set, 
if you like it, message him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we could all use that. We could all we could all use a little attention. Yeah. I, I, as much as I try to like deflect, it's really nice to hear. Oh yeah, totally. I it's mean, great. I remember, yeah, when you were saying like attention. Uh, uh, this one you remember Jason B. Jason Bar like yeah. Bargatze or Bargat Bargat yeah Bargat Bar- that's why he goes that's by, a different comic that's why he goes by name. B he should just change his last name to B period okay um but uh yeah I remember uh, his girlfriend uh Jason's girlfriend had this dog and I remember I was uh, a house sat for him and uh, I remember just getting so annoyed at this dog mm-hmm. it was like. You know, it's wet nose in my face, and I'm just like, like, relax. Like, and I remember, uh, you know, like, like saying to myself, like, this is why I don't like dogs, man. They're just like, they're always, they, they just need attention all the time, and mm-hmm. and I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I said that to Parker, and and he just kind of gave me a look, and then the next day I, I see that he tweeted out like, and he tweeted the conversation that we had, but he ended it with like, dude, aren't you trying to be a stand-up? And I was like, <laughs> fucking screenshotted the tweet, sent it to him, and I was like, you piece of shit. <laughs> Like, motherfucker. I know, dude. but he was so it was so true he's though. Right. Yeah, he's right, man. He's right. I don't know. I love I love the attention I get from doing stand up, but I'm not somebody who wants attention no, all the time. It like has I to be very specific yeah. the type of attention I'm getting in the moment. It cannot be for any other reason except for like one, two or three things. Yeah. Like yeah. how I'm used to getting attention, or at least what I'm scared of getting attention. I was always the guy to like fall over in a group of like in the middle of a crowded like area or like like I remember like I used to I lived in Korea for a year and like my first week there I was sitting in like a little shitty plastic chair that they just have everywhere and there's a bunch like in a like a market or some shit and I just break it because I was fat I was even fatter than I am now I'm not that but I was much fatter uh just I remember I just felt like everyone because most of them were just like looking at me like pointing. It was like those like cartoon imaginary like moments where you do like, have that like uh oh crap. Like, <laughs> I got that oh crap. Oh crap. Can I see that bottle? Yeah, man. Got a uh, got a I got a uh, thing in my mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> um Yeah, I mean uh yeah, def like uh you had a good set though. Uh, I, I walked in. I walked in in the middle of uh, your your thing at the comedy spot. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, like last week or uh, this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was a good set. I was sometimes when I. It's rare. Like to be honest, I had like I hate the fact because like right before COVID, I was just starting to get on every sing, almost every single comedy spot mic in the middle, like. That's a huge like improvement for someone who's only been doing comedy for that amount of time at the time, like a year and a half. Like mm-hmm. fuck yeah. And then now it's like barely the back of the list, maybe. And I don't know. Some like one out of ten times when I'm just like in my own head, like, oh god, I'm not funny. That's why I'm even here, blah, 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 blah. And then like you Yeah, watch. that's that imposter syndrome, man. Yes. And then you go up there and it's like That's a motherfucker for us. Motherfucker. That's a big one. I even even dude, even like last night I uh, uh, <laughs> I was doing so good last night that even in the middle of my set, I actually said to the audience, I, I, I was, I almost started crying. I did cry last night. It was the first time I've ever cried. And it wasn't because I ate it. It was just, I was like, I was like, I've never done that. Before. Like I was on, I, in the middle of my set last night on stage, I, I, I said, I was like, I don't think I've ever done this before. 
Like I, I was like, I literally, I was getting so, I mean, it was, it was a oh, religious man. experience a little, and you know, it's funny. Uh, Yassine recorded it and I watched it when I got home and I was like, and eh, that was okay. Like I, I was like, I sobered up and I was like, I was like, eh, it was all right. But, um, you know, it was, it, it just, man, I, uh, oh God, it, it just, it was magical, dude. I, I just, I've never, I, it felt really great just being totally like honest with the crowd and just like that. Cause that was, that was something I think I realized last night is like, when I go up there, I'm like, yeah, I'm Joey Stoltz, fuck comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Here we, you know, like, like, yeah, I got confidence. Here we go. Number like, one you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm air punching, you know, before I get up there, I'm, you know, doing that whole shadow boxing. Yeah, behind. Like, Sting like a bee, float like a <laughs> bee, on your footwork. Or, you know what? Yeah, like whatever Muhammad the said. The host has got like their hands up. Yeah, like play. If, <laughs> I'm like I'm, you know, moving my neck back and forth, jumping. You know, putting my put my mouthpiece in. Like here we go. I had those sets. Ding they, ding ding. Whenever like I do like, oh man, I'm fucking hilarious, yeah. or like that level of like pumping yourself up, immediately just go bomb. But if you, dude, it's like I feel like if you're just if you just cut the shit with the audience and you. Cause you know at open mics when like uh, like you say a joke and it doesn't do good and then you go okay like and then that gets the biggest laugh it's because yeah. you're like I feel like because you're honesty yeah you're not you're not going I've seen people do jokes and go you guys just didn't get it and the audience fucking hated them for the rest of their set I've never seen that work but it if always you yeah kills the, it always kills the yeah I know like when you know I've seen you know you guys have been an audience you know it's like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's the biggest you know fuck you like and I get that like uh, you know when you have that. That said, man, I, I am a comedy guru after last night, man. Just ask me and I'll, I'll, I'll help your career. Dude, Ooh, right. baby. I am, man, you got no Spencer. Just wait till I show you the set after we do this, man. Oh, it, man. oh God, you're going to, yeah, you're going to have to kneel for this one. Yeah. We'll, we'll record it for the yeah. Patreon. Oh okay? yeah. I'll we'll record it. Patreon. Some patrons can, can get access to Joey's fire set. Yeah. Fire set. Fire. Dude, fire. Three of fire emojis. Yeah. Drop, drop me your number. I'll airdrop that shit. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Drop it, it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Yes. And date yourself with a song reference. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, we're 25. It's that, uh, yeah, but man, you, uh, yeah, no, but when I, when I walked by you, when you were, I, I mean, when I walked by you during your set, I was like, this guy's going through what I'm going through too right now. Like, it was like, I'm not sure if this audience likes me. Like I, cause that's my big problem, man. Like, uh, a lot of friends have been telling me like that I'm so intense mm. when I talk about shit that sometimes it's not easy to know if I'm kidding or if I'm being serious. But if you know me, you know, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, I'm harmless. But if you don't know me, then I can come off as harmful. Yeah, and I've, I've seen you go. I remember I, I've seen you because uh, you were talking earlier about like the what you look like. You look kind of I forget how the bit goes, but um, it was at Orange House like over the summer. No, oh, I remember that shit. Oh my god! And I mean, it was it was bad, man. That was the one. That was my first bad set after the pandemic. Everything after the like right after the pandemic and shit started opening up. Everybody was having amazing sets. Like I was like, I was seeing people that were dog shit before the pandemic. And then I saw them go up after. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like kill that shit. They wrote jokes. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. And, uh, every, and it was so great and supportive. And, and I remember I was so excited for orange house that night. And, uh, and then, uh, I had to follow D Tyler and that was, and murdered. he murdered. Oh my God. Murdered. And yes. then, and then I went up and I got, and, and I, I think I tried to be like him when I was up there. Like I was like, 
I was too, because they liked him a lot, and then it got into my head like, oh, if they like him, then I don't know if they're going to like me. Mm. So I went up there with that fucking, that, you know, imposter syndrome, and uh, and it did not, I mean, it, and, and I knew it was one of those sets because right when I got home, I kept thinking of everything I should have said, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, there was that, that uh, uh, what was it? There was that guy, the tattoo artist guy that, like, uh, I, did, I was doing that joke about, like, uh, um, like anyone have any tattoos they regret? Like blah blah blah. Okay, yeah. I think and then I, yeah. the one dude, he had a tattoo that was in his uh, the language he spoke, and it said uh, "no regrets" or something like that. Like that was the tattoo. Yeah. Okay. But I remember right when I got home, I was like, he looked just like Borat. Like if Borat opened a tattoo shop, and that, like when I got home, I was like, if I would have said that, that would have been funnier than anything I said that night. And I'm like walking home, and I'm like, why did I not? I'm like, why am I thinking of all this stuff on the walk home? But I didn't when I was up there. Yeah. And I don't know if it, that had to do with imposter syndrome or uh, or no. whatever. But like, I, I just I remember I remember that that made me that made me go, oh, wait, maybe I don't because stand up is a motherfucker, man. Sometimes it'll make you think like like you can quit your job. Like you could do this. You could do that. Like rarely ever got that feeling. But I, yeah. I've, I've gotten I've unfortunately gotten that feeling like okay. and. In the in the moment, it's a really, it's it, yeah. I don't know. It's like a it's like meeting a girl at a bar and mm-hmm. or like getting a girl's number, mm-hmm. and she you know she wanted to give you your number, and then you like think that you know oh she want you know she shit. wanted my number, yeah. and then you go up and try that shit again, and it's like oh I, I guess she doesn't want my number, but but she did, so maybe <laughs> maybe I'll go up to do, this one. Oh she doesn't want it either. Okay, I'll go with my number. Okay, so she wanted my number because she gave it to me. That's why I, I I find out that it only works when they give me their number, not when I give them my number. Like, okay, cool. That's great. Hey, it's a learning experience, okay? Yeah, females is the one. Man, I Yeah, that's the one I strike out with a lot. Yeah. Yeah, if you Yeah, if I'm but then again, you know, it's that thing, man. It's like if you like you uh I think I think women can pick up on if they're around a guy, they can tell like this guy doesn't take care, you know. This guy doesn't take care of I don't himself. Know, like, what like do you mean? A, like, I don't know what like like. I feel like women just have this like sixth sense of like like they just know like you know oh, this guy had diarrhea this morning because he drank too much last night. I don't want to fucking like <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. They just like this guy probably had McDonald's last night. Like yeah, like, this guy probably slept on his couch. I don't. I, I got or, ma- or no no no. They don't have a no. Actually, women don't have a sixth sense. I have a sixth sense, and it's a shitty sixth sense because I'm thinking that women are thinking this shit, and they're probably not. It's just me projecting how much, how like shitty my lifestyle is as a single 38 year old cat dad in a studio <laughs> apartment, you know? So it's like, yeah, but I, and I also notice like some, like, that's funny to you, and I can make that funny, but if yeah. I go up there looking like, you know, I just murdered somebody, and then I talk about, yeah, so I have a cat, people are going to be like, oh, shit, is it still alive, you know? like <laughs> Where's this cat? Yeah, exactly. Like, that, <laughs> see, and that's funny, and that's the shit that I don't, like, that's, I feel like because I have this, because I, I kind of, maybe just today I have this new perspective on life right now, or something like that, like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just find stand up to be, you're a lot, your success. I, I don't know about other people, but for me, I feel like when I'm taking care of me more, that's when stand up is more fun. Mm-hmm. And when I'm uh, getting in the, like, when I have a case of the fuck it's or the imposter syndrome shit, like that's when, or anxiety or, or OCD or mm-hmm. ADHD or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever disorder we all have now, you know, like I, I just, try to run towards that stuff now instead of running away from it i guess like 
you know, if somebody, if I have a really bad set, I want to know why I want to know what, like, how can I change this? Like, how can I make this better? Like, let's, let's, you know, let's not, idea. yeah, it's like, let's not, cause I do, I, I, I noticed that sometimes where was it? Like I went to the Firefly open mic, went up, tried a new joke. It's in a uh, Carmichael, I think actually. Mm, okay. Um, no, 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 it's off a, it's kind of by on the Y. Mm, okay. But I went. Up, I remember I went up there and my expectations were really high for my set because I had this new premise that I was really excited about and okay. it did not go over well. Mm. And and I was like, ah, that's the crowd. You know, no one's paying attention. But I'm like, I'm like, no, no one was paying attention because I wasn't saying anything funny. That's why it had nothing to do with that crowd. If somebody when someone said something funny, that's when they were listening. But I just wasn't. Mm-hmm. So that's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with the room. It's got nothing to do with the crowd. It's got nothing to do with the comics there. Like it all like boils down to you. Yeah. Again, I would never take any of this advice that I'm no. that I'm saying right now. No. I because am, I'm planning on leaving this podcast and still being like, fuck that comic. I can't believe you didn't book me on this show. Piece of shit. <laughs> Thought we were friends. Thought we were friends. I think that's the kind of energy that I want to that I want to like wrap up the show with. Yeah. Like, kind of fuck this guy. I can't believe he didn't book me on sooner. No, uh, man, don't, don't. Oh don't. my god, yeah. you okay? I know you don't know me that. Well. I'm joking. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The I listeners know. know I, I, they know you're joking. They know. They yeah, were, but do they? I, honestly, I don't. Look, I mean, I, I know have, you, and I don't know if you're joking. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, the people that listen to the show, uh, I'm assuming like half of them are my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means twelve and a half people. Um, I'm not listening that are my friends, but like, dude, uh, we're fairly like got Parker's- 13, 13. This is what I'm talking about. The glass is half full, brother. Oh, there we go. You got 13 go. friends, man. We're not 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah, shit is that? I, I said friend listeners. All right, man. I got friend hell, listeners. Okay. I got hell of friends, Joey. Okay. okay. I got so many friends. I don't remember all their names. Okay, man. man. All right. You, I, it's you, cool. No, it's cool to say you don't have any friends. I mean that's that's pretty. I don't need. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't need friends. Yeah, yeah. that's. I don't like need a, friends. Like, I used to be that guy. I don't need friends. Oof. I got enough friends. I got. I got. I got two. I got like I. I have three really close friends outside of stand up, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been friends with them for years. Mm-hmm. And I really used to be that guy that was like, you know, like, I don't need. People friends. would ask me to hang out after work. I'm like, I want to hang out. Oh, with you guys. damn. Okay, yeah, I, I was hang out with you guys. If and now today. I would fucking cry if somebody that I used to work with hit me up and was like, "Hey, we're all meeting up." You're like, you know, hell yeah. Come out. I, yeah, I was always the. I, I see. I was kind of still am that person. Like, I'd always put so much self worth into like my relationships. Because well, I wanted the girl. I want. I think it was because I wanted the cute girl that I worked with to be like, "How come he doesn't go out? He's so aloof. And He's so elusive." Oh my like, god! What? Like, what does he even do? Does anyone that? Like, I thought it was cool to be like. Like, um, all right, say everybody liked, uh, say Coldplay comes out as okay. a new band, right? Okay. And everybody likes Coldplay, right? Now, I, I, I did that. I, this is, this is like a move that I would do to like get people on my side. Mm. I would do this. I'd go, Ooh. I go, hey, you know what? Coldplay is not that bad. And then I noticed that people would look over at me when I would say that and they'd be like, you like Coldplay? And I'd be like, yeah, you don't? Like, no, I do. Just, didn't think you did like okay. why like well i don't like i used to i'm like like i thought it was cool because everybody expected me not to be a coldplay guy of right course. yeah but you- now but but because everybody assumes that i hate everything mm-hmm. and they go whoa if joey likes it then that must be good obviously that was my whole thing that was that was my act back in my that was my that was my act 
Well, if Joey that was my per, that was the persona I was trying to put on or put off to people. Yeah, yeah, put on, put on, put off. Yeah. Whatever, um, yeah. but like, yeah, like I used to do that, and it, dude, honestly, maybe one or two people thought that, like, they wanted, they thought I was like cool because I did that. Everybody, I guarantee you, everybody else is just like, like I should lighten up. Like I, he might like a lot of stuff if he was in such a <laughs> cunt, you know. Like, how do you like? I mean, cupcakes. Like I went on, like I was like, you know what? Fuck cupcakes. Yeah. You know, after that whole like that was, I was that dude. I was just like, you know what? Fuck what everybody else likes. You know, yeah. every everybody else is the same. Fuck that. Fuck that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm different. You know, it's like, like oh, what band? What 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 band is that? You know, on my T-shirt. Like, you probably never heard of them. <laughs> you know, like that. I was that dude. It's Aerosmith. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like. <laughs> And then I remember one time somebody went up to me and was like, hey, that band shirt you're wearing, they're like big now. And, and you know, I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I don't fucking like them anymore. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> such a contrarian fuck. Dude, yeah, so oh annoying. God, Joey. Dude, God. I know. Like, I, and it makes me question a lot of, like, my last ex-girlfriend that I had, mm-hmm. I broke up with her. It should have been the other way around, dude. She like, when around. I think about shit, yeah. She was the one, the one that got me, that hooked me up at the comedy spot. Fucking... She was funnier than she's funnier than me. Like she was the one I would pitch jokes for and she'd be like, I just don't know what where you're going with this. And then I'd be like, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. You don't understand my art. You don't get it. Yeah. Like I would say I would say some like that'd be like uh, like there was one that I wrote that I was like, what if Martin Scorsese did a Pixar movie? And I was like, that's a funny thought, right? But I was like, no, 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 that I could say on stage. Oh, okay. I'm about to fucking change the game on these hoes. The confidence you know? to go up there with a raw premise. <sighs> Touch confidence. Yeah. I, I, I am very jealous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but like, she was the one that was like, I don't get, you know, like, if any, I feel like if I would have stayed with her, I might be a better comic, man. Cause like, she was the one that was like, she had a better sense of humor than me. Mm-hmm. Like she had the, she was the one that was like, she went out for improv. She was the one with the balls in the relationship. She went up there and did her thing. Yeah. And after we broke up, she kept, she kept killing it. She was, she's a tattoo artist. She's still tattooing. She was still doing improv. Everybody at the comedy spot loved her. Mm-hmm. And I felt like everybody at the comedy spot hated me, mm. you know, cause she did improv and I was a stand up. and there's a, you know, stupid bullshit war between improv yeah. and stand up people. Yeah. It's like a theater was, theater kids versus the goth kids yeah, kind of a thing. Theater versus band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it and it's all bullshit. You know. Mm-hmm. It's and yeah. I mean, I I look back on that relationship and I'm just like, God, I was a dick, dude. Like I fucking I sucked. Like yeah. if anything, I should if anything, I should have ended the relationship a long time ago because I stuck with it for a year, honestly, because I we lived together and mm-hmm. we had three cats and I didn't want to move out and I didn't want to like break that family up. Yeah. And I felt would have felt bad, you know, and uh, I did. But I got to the point. I remember it just got to that point where it was like, all right, if I was like, if you're not going to break up with me, I'm going to break up with you yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> I got it. This is a mercy killing. No, the- man, it was like, no, it wasn't a mercy killing. It was me running the, away the relationship. But yeah, okay. it was like. Yeah, but it was like an unnecessary mercy killing. It's like, wow. it's like you didn't have to kill that man. You could have figured it. Like we were going to, we were going to couples therapy, and I don't know. I wish her all the best. I hope she's good. I haven't. I, I honestly, she told me like when we were together, I was like, "Would you ever talk to me again if we broke up?" And she was like, "Nope." And uh, she, she stuck with, she stuck to her word. Every time I've seen her out in pub, I used to see her because we'd be on the same show at the comedy spot. Because back in the day, they used to have the show called Mashup, and it was okay. like improv and stand up. And we'd be on the same show, and she would just see me bomb, Oof. 
but but here's the fucked up thing. I didn't think I was bombing. Oh. I was like, I was, because I, because like I said earlier, I evaluated how funny I was with how much like comics wanted to hang out with me. You know, it's mm. like, but then I realized like, nah, man, like we're on the same show and we're hungry. Like, you know, they're not going to not invite me because mm -hmm. they're not dicks. Like, that's why they're mm -hmm. not like, oh, you had a good say. You deserve some tater tots from Tank House. You know, it wasn't like that. It was like, like it wasn't like if I bombed and then I showed up eating tater tots, they were gonna be like, "Hey, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Give me those tots, you know? <laughs> Give me those tots, Napoleon, piece of shit." No. But like, uh, yeah, I just, I that was, yeah, I, I, I took a lot. Like when I first started doing stand up, if I could give any advice to like new comics or anything, stay out of Facebook drama. Oh God, yes. like really be careful about those group chats you get invited into because some people can handle it and they're mature enough to do it. I'm not I'll 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 be in a group chat. I'll say something funny and not get any laugh reacts to it and be like, fuck all these people, <laughs> even though I like them. Fuck you guys. Hey, don't fucking validate I just me. Dropped some fire right now, dude. Fire emojis. Three yeah. of them again. Oh, I Ridiculous. love those heart emojis when you write something because it's like oh, it's like they relate to it. They think it's funny and they give a shit. Yeah, I know. But that's how fucked up that like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who cares? Like I'm almost envious of people that like uh, that post on Facebook every day and it's mm -hmm. not good, but they just put it out there because they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, Yeah, they just I mean, they're just going grinding. Yeah, man. Even but like even that expression, they don't give a fuck is like bullshit mm -hmm. you know like somebody screaming i don't give a fuck is like is like uh is like an introvert screaming mm -hmm. i don't like going out in public and yeah. screaming it in public yeah, you know it's exactly. like no man you give a fuck you wouldn't be you wouldn't be saying you don't give a fuck if you didn't give a fuck mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's that kind of thing but like yeah man just i would just steer clear of all that like like focus on the back of the room does like the audience is what matters, man. Yes, and that, and yes. that's, what's going to, and, and when you, and when you, uh, man, I, I am a, I God, uh, I'm surprised I haven't heard back from Jerry Seinfeld yet. Um, <laughs> like, uh, if when you give a shit more, uh, comics can tell when you've started to care more about what the audience thinks than, than, uh, when you care about what the other comics think, mm -hmm. that's a strong comic. Like they don't, they don't care. Like you, like they can, a really good comic that comics that I respect, I know they don't give a fuck what I think when they go up. They only mm -hmm. care about what the audience thinks. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe they'll do a new joke and ask me how it went or something, you know, but like for the most part, man, they just, you go up there and see, go up there and see Carlos. He, he doesn't care. <laughs> he is, that is one guy I've never seen it. Like he just goes up there and has the most fun. I've ever seen anyone have when they're up on stage, man. Like he just goes up there and fucking just wants to have a good time. And he wants you to have a good time. And he doesn't care about the back of the room or what other comics are thinking. Like mm -hmm. that dude is a fucking boss, man. Mm -hmm. Like Wait, he, which Carlos? I know a couple of Carlos's. Rodriguez, baby. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. Making sure. Have you seen Carlos? Is it uh, it's, uh, uh laughs, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, he's man. great. I haven't really been able to like, talk to him much but like we've like been in the same oh carlos room. is dope man yeah he's he's, he's always like nice guy always down to help people like i pff, fucking he helped me a lot um like with getting getting on like he he's he's that dude um there was one uh one time at the time i was like this is the worst show i've ever done but now 
I'm like, no, that was good. He, he, he was trying to help me. Um, he was like, Hey, do you want to host, uh, uh, Tommy T's tonight? And I was like, yeah. And, uh, and it was just me and him. And then he was like, all right, man, uh, you're going to do a uh, uh, 25. Oh my God. And I was like, all right. I was like, no, no, no. Cause I like when he, when he asked me, I was like, when I got that call from him, I was like, yeah, he recognizes game. Oh, he sees it. Like yeah. I didn't say that to him, but I was just, I remember when he called, I was like, Oh my God, he's calling me. And then I was like, when I answered, I was like, what's up? Oh, very. Yeah. Aloof. Yeah. Right. And he was like, he was like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, uh, I was like, nothing, man. He was like, you want to host a you want to host the Tommy season? I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, that'll work, that'll work, yeah. Let's hear it. Like, he was like, yeah, let's do this. Here we go. Uh, I'll pick you up at like, um, and then he uh, swooped me up. I went up, ate it, ate it, ate it, ate it, ate it. No jokes did good. Crowd work even worse. Like it was oh, no. so bad. And all all that night proved was that Carl. Like that's how good Carlos is. He was able to make the audience. He was able to like without doing it pull out that men in black laser pin and made the audience Reset. completely forget about the damage that I had done and he mm. just went up there and like I wasn't even upset I was just like I remember I had my hands on my cheeks like you know just like wow like this and guy awesome. like fucking like oh, oh man but yeah it just it was yeah it was a great those nights are awesome man like they're not fun when it happens but no. like carlos is notorious for putting you in the hot seat like mm -hmm. he did the last time i did wind river with him uh i did like uh i think i did like 10 minutes when i was supposed to do 15 and i was like all right that's my time and then he, he just i hear in the back of the room him go nope nope keep going keep going and i was like i was like uh all right and then i i tried out like two jokes that i just had thought of like on the way over there <laughs> And it did not like that part didn't go good, but I don't know, man. I think with stand up, like sometimes the parts that don't go good are what make you like a better comic. I think, you know, like, cause all right. So I host a show. I host my log off show, uh, at yeah, log off brewing, log off brew. uh, every, every other Friday, uh, next show is on the, what's the address? Uh, Ran Rancho Cordova, uh, okay. Sunrise. I don't know. Log the off brewing. Log off brewing. Look up log off brewing. I think it's uh thirty six twenty four something. Hell uh, yeah. Rancho Cordova. But look it up. It's a great show. Everybody goes out. Uh, got Robert Amoto headlining on Hell the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be great. Um, so last night when I was hosting there, I get a little in my head because everybody that goes there, they have a, a regulars that uh let, like the comedy show and they come back. Oh, and, okay. And I go, oh man, I can't do my Same old jokes. shit. I can't do da da da. So I like, I end up doing, I end up drinking way too much, and then I start mm. doing crowd work with dogs, and, uh, and with it's, dogs. yeah, and it's like, ah oh, shit. But like, <laughs> but my uh my. <laughs> Sorry, just, I know this image is hilarious. You come here often, sir. Yeah, I know, no, I know, yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, I did my "don't do this here" <clears throat> joke, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but something that I real, but when I was doing the joke, all I did was come off like an asshole. Like I'm like, I've got all these premises, and another thing too, and I, I this was another thing I learned, and that's why the set there, I ate it, but I, I'm learning from it as we speak. Um, consistency with your jokes. For instance, if you say me and my girlfriend have been together for a long time and then you do another joke about how single you are, yeah. audiences don't really like that shit. Yeah. Audiences kind of treat 
They pick up on it. They pick up on it. They're like, hey, wait, I thought you quit to do – I thought you quit your job to do stand-up. No, that's a joke. Oh, like it was like – I felt like everyone coming up to me, I had to be like, look, this isn't like a movie that says based on a true story, but it's not really based on a true story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I was like, no, man, consistency helps because – you're gaining the trust of the audience when you say you're single. They believe you. Yeah. So then when you t- start talking about having a girlfriend, they're like, hey, wait a minute. Like, we trusted you on that one. So how do I know if I can trust you on this one? That's a good point. But when I was doing the don't do this here joke, there's a line that I do. And I remember after I said it, I looked at this table of females and they just had this like they just had this look on their face like like uh, like they just realized they, they had to take a shit. Like oh, they were yeah. like, oh, like, oh, God. But the line, there's a line that I have in that joke where I say, so, um, like, so I, I grab my girlfriend by the arm and I go, you know, don't do this here. But then I'm like, I can't say that. Mm. I can't say I grab my girlfriend by the arm. Yeah. They're not going to, unless I'm murdering and I say that and they like, go, okay, he's killing so hard right now that I, okay, I don't like that line, but I'm I'm still laughing from the last Mm -hmm. joke. Mm Mm-hmm. But they weren't laughing at any jokes. And then when I go up there and say that, they're like, wow, not only is this guy not funny, but he's a fucking women abuser, too. Like, fuck this guy. Yeah. So that was that I learned. I talked to my buddy about that uh, the other night because I was like it. I was like, I do this joke and everybody always tells me they like it. But now when I do it, like he's like, well, you probably don't believe in it. And he was like, how does it go? And I told him that line. He was like, wait a minute. You say grab my girlfriend by the arm and you wonder why it doesn't go good. Wow, man. Like, come on. Well, sometimes it takes an outside person to make you like realize, like, what do you call it? a third a third person, third perspective, third, per- third party, third party perspective. perspective. There we go. Thank you. Outsider I, perspective. Yeah. I know words. Yes. And uh, all right. Yeah. You know, now I think we gotta start wrapping up because I gotta do some cooking mm-hmm. for this magical day of football. Oh yeah, that yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. have today. It's gonna be beautiful. We're going. Who's over, playing? Uh, the Niners. And <laughs> I believe uh, a baseball team. It's been a weird. It's a. It's a weird expedition. Exped, exhibition game. So it's like. Uh, Fuscaball? Fuscaball, exactly. Yeah, Fuscaball, okay. exactly. Tra- trademark Tangents Podcast circa two, 2022. Right. Fuscaball is German soccer, but it's football and baseball. Wow, you're cooking for Luke's? I mean, not really cooking. You've had like part of Remember those like sandwiches I made for Ethan's uh, New Year's thing? Like, oh, 29? God, I hated those. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you loved them. Did I? Was I there? You and Parker loved them. I wasn't with you guys on New Year's. It was two years ago, oh, 2019, okay, okay. 2020. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, I remember that. Holler, yeah. and I'm making some different ones too. All yeah. right, we're getting we're getting special. All right, so hey, uh, thank you for listening. I love you, uh, Joey. Where can people find you? Um, I'm actually going to be at Log Off Brewing on uh, February 11th. That's the show. There we go. Not March 11th. That was stupid. Robert Amoto is headlining. Uh, hold on, I got to get this right. God, I'm super professional. Very professional. This month is January. It is. The show's on the... Tw- yeah. February 11th on Friday at 8 p.m. Log Up Brewing. Robert Amoto is headlining. And then I will be at Punchline on February 16th, Wednesday. And Drew Absher is hosting that one. I'm not sure who the headliner is, but definitely come out to Log Up Brewing and check out Robert Amoto. Um, I'm excited. Uh, he's one of my favorites, and I know everybody there is just going to fucking... He, he's he's been there and crushed before and I can't, yeah, wait, I no. can't wait to see him headline robert's fucking hilarious yeah, dude he's yeah he's fucking hilarious love that guy <laughs> yeah right so great i know you got stuff to do february 11th but the week the friday before february 4th 
Come out to Stab Comedy Theater, Camp Wanderlust, the show that Drew Epsher and I co-produced together. Coming back, baby. We were off last month because of, uh, you know, the C word. But uh, we're back, 9 p.m. Did you just refer to coronavirus as the C word? I've never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's funny. Yes, the dreaded C word. But we're back, 9 p.m., 1710 Broadway. Get your ass there. Tickets only 10 bucks. Uh, I'll buy you a drink if you say that you listen to the podcast and that's why you're there. I will buy you a drink. I will even, depending on what you want, sexually satisfy you. Or not, if that's your decision. I've seen him do it. It's I am very desperate for attention and love. And if you really want to make me uh, feel complete in that desperation of attention and love, patreon.com slash the tangents pod. Okay? A little as $2, you can make me... Get off of the ledge, okay? Mm. It's as little as $2, all right? Go there. If you do, that'd be pretty sweet. Otherwise, I love you. Thank you, and bye-bye.